to Ladies in Lead, and I'm your host, Joan Garner. And wow, what a week did we have last week. So fun to see so many of you out at the Iowa Beef Expo. Thanks so much for those of you who reached out and said hello. But I just had the best time catching up with so many of you who are, have been guests on the podcast. And I can't, I hope you're all listening because it's just. It brings me such joy to know that you guys are thriving and still doing these amazing things. And I had a great time. I hope you guys did too. Stock show just warms my heart, especially a good steer show. So it was a great weekend. This week, you guys, we are having a guest that has been nominated not once, not twice, but three times to me. And her name is Miss Mary Veach. Now, Mary is uh, probably, let's see, best known maybe for extension. Um, she's in Iowa County, married to Rob Veach, and they have uh, just been such great volunteers and mentors and leaders in this industry. Um, her and Rob have just really taken on a big ownership in Best of the Best and got that started. That's a regional show here in Iowa. Um, where champions from each of the counties of 13 different counties come together to compete at a regional level and then also are part of the All-Iowa Showdown. Mary has been a passionate, I would say, spectator, producer, volunteer, mentor, cheerleader. Um, She calls herself a lucky penny, a positive face in the crowd. And she's just a really solid place to land for a lot of people who are looking for help and guidance. And... I just love our conversation. You'll you'll hear it. We are very, very easy with one another and um, have just similar people in our lives that we both adore. Uh, Mary, I when I asked her what's her drive, she talks about, you know, just that giving back and that layering of peeling back those onion layers to give back at different levels, you know, whether it's to provide opportunities for the kids or it's to see her family develop and really be encompassed in this industry that we all love and to see those memories made or is it just sitting up at the top row at the Iowa Beef Expo with her family and friends and picking out those steers, talking about those genetics, really just having a great time. You guys, this conversation is just fun to listen to and I hope you guys can hear the fun that Marion had together. Um, we also uh, got to spend the week weekend together um, sitting in that top row watching the steers and the heifer show at the Iowa Beef Expo but I can't wait for you to get started. So let's jump in with this week's lady in the lead, Miss Mary Veach. Guys, hope you have a great week. podcast quick here to talk about an upcoming sheep sale. Two of them actually that you're going to want to check out. It's the Cole Burrock and Tanner Sloan online sheep sale on SC Online, February 26th and February 28th. Two sales, February 26th is going to be the Blackface, February 28th is going to be the Whiteout. Now, February 26th, let's talk about the Blackface. They're out of a new Ram Tanner's really high on. It's called Humdinger, and he came through. I'm telling you, I talked to Cole. Cole has been talking about these lambs 
They have the extreme shape, they have that round rib, and they're shaggy-legged. You know, those are the characteristics that are going to take these lambs and take them all the way through from spring, early summer, all the way through state fair. This is their top-end pick out of their herds. They're holding nothing back. There's lambs at both of their homes. So if you want to get in touch with Cole, you can reach him at 563-419-4581. And Cole, of course, is in Monticello. And if you want to get in touch with Tanner, you can reach him at 319-361-9730. And of course, he's in Albernet. Don't want you to forget, though, about that whiteout sale on February 28th. This sale is Dorset-based and these lambs, I'm telling you, these guys have been working on the Dorsets for a while now. These are high-quality Dorsets. These are state fair contenders. This is a high-end. You're going to want to get out there because everybody's wanting that Dorset. They want that hot, hot breed. This is where it's at this year. Cole told me these are black face muscle in a white face body. This is called the Whiteout Sale. It'll be on February 28th. February 26th is the black-faced February 28th. It's all featured on SC Online. Of course, you want to get in touch with Tanner or Cole. Make sure you check out their Facebook or you can check out more, ask for more details right here on Ladies in the Lead. We can't thank them enough for being a sponsor with us. You guys, take advantage of getting yourself a lamb that can go the distance. I want you to get take advantage of what these guys have been working on for years. Now, let's get back to the podcast. Ladies in the lead, and I'm Joan Garner, and I'm your host, and today I'm with Mary Veach. How are you? I'm doing great, Joan. Thanks for coming over on this beautiful day. And how oh. about those Chiefs, right? <laughs> yes. Okay, I watched, I may have gotten a little, I clipped calves all day yesterday, sure. so I was outside all day, and I, second quarter, I got a little sleepy in the chair, so I may have missed a little bit of the second quarter, but boy, did the second half. Yes. It was awesome. It was great. Yeah, we're here in Iowa County today in Williamsburg in your office here at the Extension office. But I was so impressed with like Williamsburg, uptown Williamsburg. Like what's like... (laughs) We're our best kept secret, right? Like Okay, because everybody sees the mall... Yeah. And but they don't come to town. Yeah. First, I know. Okay, so I used to do. Um, I used to come down here a lot because I have some friends who live in Conroy. So we always just sure. kind of zip around here. You have this amazing aquatic center which got built like on the south side. So I knew kind of about that, but I never. I guess I never popped up a block and came into the <laughs> came into the down square, downtown square. Yeah. I know, but you know, I live in Williamsburg. Where do you guys live? We live in Parnell. So we're south and east of Williamsburg, about five miles, mm-hmm. and that's our home during the week. Mm-hmm. And then on the weekends, we go to our family farm in Bloomfield. So 88 miles door to door where um, my husband Rob and his brother mm-hmm. um, Rodney and wife Darla, we have the family operation down there. So we're kind of dual residency. Mm-hmm. So I work for the extension service, been here 17 years. What? Yeah. Yeah. 17 years. That's 17 seems, years. Yeah. That went December fast, December of 2005. Yes, it's fast, but when you find your passion, it goes, it fast. goes fast. And, you know, there are days, right? We have moments. But right. at the end of the day, as long as you keep to yourself, keep to your <laughs> integrity, yeah. 
It's not a job. You no. just do what you love and influence those that you can, and yeah. hopefully they make a difference. Yeah. So so yeah. tell us a little bit how you grew up. Did you grow up on the farm? We I know you were born in DeWitt, so then you got to Benton County. We got a little gap in there. How did we get from DeWitt to Benton County? So DeWitt, so dad was a Kirkwood kid, yeah. went to DeWitt, and then after that, we kind of had a little pit stop in Vinton growing up, and then about eight, nine... He worked for Roger Bottoma, north mm-hmm. of Dyser, swine operation, and that was probably my second influence. So mm-hmm. Dick and Mary Jewel first, Roger Bottoma for sure. Mm-hmm. Besides your parents, and it was besides com- your family. Yeah. It was um, commercial? It was commercial, swine, farrow yeah. to finish, a few cows, row crops. So we basically moved from town to country, mm-hmm. and then on that swine farm, learned Everything from breeding, gestation, farrowing, finishing, mm-hmm. showing. Yeah. So back in those days, it was terminal. So yeah. county fair set, state fair set, exarban set, Kansas City set. Every time, a yeah. new set. So yeah, and yeah. so you lived there and showed just the pigs off of the farm, or just did you guys show, got- Nope, showed off the farm. Do you like pigs the oh. best? Um, it raised me to be a better cattle person. Yeah, to pay attention. Obviously, pigs change so fast, and mm-hmm. you're you're talking a totally different era from back then to now. But I know you know we slopped them. That was a big thing. Um, did you keep them in confinement? Did you keep them in confinement, or do you no, have them like no, in they the were open? all outside? Outside. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that's where we are, and then so I have my mom and my dad, Dave and Jane Kaiser. Yeah. I have an older sister, Katie. Mm-hmm. My twin sister, Carrie, and then. Our other final secret is our brother Mark, and <laughs> not too many people know Mark exists. Like, why is that? Is he local, that much younger, or what? Um, he's just two years younger, but uh, he we, he showed hogs too. And then after high school, we moved to town. He like did the military thing. Yeah, just so kind of left. He yeah. just yeah, but he's still close. Yeah, <laughs> but as far as going to the shows, he he likes it, but. Yeah. He, it doesn't make him yeah. tick. So, so you were in 4-H the whole time? Were you ever in FFA? We were in 4-H and FFA both. So you've so been Benton County? FFA? Benton County 4-H. Oh, so Dysert is, um, it would be Union School District. You, okay. So we're right there on the Border. Benton-Tama line. Mm-hmm. And so our high school is in Laporte. So we went to Laporte Dysert FFA. Mm-hmm. Good program? Great program. Had two very, very good advisors. Ron, two advisors. Mm-hmm. Well, awesome. Ron Borton was there, and then our senior year, Lewis Beck okay. was our advisor, too, cool. for our junior, senior year. Was it really important for you guys to stay committed to, like, both programs? Or did you kind of, like, you know, sometimes, you know, you start in 4-H. Like, I was a 4-H girl, and, like, we we didn't have a strong FFA program. So, for me, 4-H did everything. You know, I, I just sure. stayed in that plan. and then But some people really get more pulled. Did you, was it important for you to be in both? or I found it very complimentary. Yeah. I think... 4-H sets that foundation, mm-hmm. and then FFA, you can continue to build on. Mm-hmm. But they both work together mm-hmm. very, very, I think, well, yeah. complement. Like, yeah. you, your good FFA students, I assume, are your really awesome 4 hers as well. Yeah. So. I know. Yeah. Well, okay, so in showed hogs, any other of, any other thing you showed growing up? Um, well, then after high school, I got... A sniff at showing a heifer. So, yeah. First cast. Yeah. Um, How'd that Dad, come up? That was good. Dad, that, that was really good. Um, at that point, though, 
um, the 98 hog crisis, yeah. Roger got out there that just took a ton, a ton of people. Oh, right? absolutely. And so dad, um, we moved from the farm to town and then dad started working at the co-op. And so we were kind of like, Ooh, how do we still stay involved? And then the Kraftka family, we were able to show a heifer and keep it out there. So we were a mile from town to their farm mm-hmm. and do all that stuff too. So my first heifer was, I think, a short horn double stuff like back in the day. I remember double stuff was all. <laughs> he right. saved the breed, but I'm sure some other short horn people probably won't like that. But it totally was. You know, the roam, it was beautiful. Yeah. So, and then they also had um, purebred suffix too. So we got Did you show sheep too? Um, I think maybe a couple years in F. FFA, State Fair, mm-hmm. so graduated, then went to NIAC yes. for two years. Good job. And um, so I followed Carrie there. That's another fun story. Mm-hmm. I followed her up there, and she's just like, you can't live with me. I'm like, but what? She <laughs> said, no, you're following me. I wanted, at first I was enrolled at AIB. Yeah. And then a couple weeks before classes started, I'm like, I can't do this. No, isn't that funny how you like kind of like yeah get... we'll be three hours away from each other. She's like, fine if you if you follow me to Nyack, we're not living with each other. I said, fine, deal. Yeah, and so that is also what I encourage all twins. Yeah. To, if you go to the same school, don't even siblings, live, right? Don't, don't live, live with each other, right? So you had yeah. two good two years there, and then you yeah. ended up at the university I did of choice, the premier, the, the premier. <laughs> University in the state, Iowa State. So, yeah, since it, we, this is a national platform, I do like to qualify that it is the Iowa State University <laughs> that we're talking about. But if you listen to any podcast before, you know that I'm talking about Iowa State. So sure. What did you major in in Iowa State? I did the egg transfer program. Okay. And um, what drew us up there was a dorm and that we could totally just be ourselves. You were away. Mm-hmm. I think it kind of hurt Dad and a few others not to go to Kirkwood, but... Or Hawkeye, even, for that matter, yeah. because both of them are so close to where we live and where our family's at. Yeah. And so. But I think, you know, it's like junior <clears throat> it's junior college, senior college, right? Mm-hmm. So you went to Nyack, now it's time to do senior college. Yep. Most Kirkwood kids leave and, you know, do Iowa State or sure. the next level, too. So graduated with your, um, and, or you said Ag tra- Transfer. Transfer, so an yeah. Associate of Science. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Then what? Then went to Iowa State, Ag Ed major. Ag Ed. And uh, about a year into that, ag teaching wasn't for me. So Wait, were you in the ag department or were you in the teaching college? I was in the ag department. Ag department. Mm -hmm. Ag education Mm -hmm. comes through there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh And the certification. Yeah. So there's a... Yeah. Mm -hmm. So then, um, during those summers, Mm -hmm. I was a Benton County 4-H intern for two years. And then my first year at Iowa State... Um, I did the livestock internship at the state 4-H office oh, with cool. Mary Clancy and Denise Schwab. She was the 4-H. Um, That's awesome. Person then. So yeah. Did you did you always know like the the this stock show thing, this ag thing was meant a lot to you? Like, did you always feel it, or did you just kind of grow into it? Do you think? No, I I knew it was for us. So. Yeah. Going back to those influencers yeah. and those people, mm-hmm. um, in those shows, some of those breeders, mm-hmm. my parents always encouraged us to go up and talk to them mm-hmm. and across all breeds, right? Mm-hmm. So go introduce yourself, see how they're doing, and just get out and meet people. That was always our thing at every show. Meet two new friends. Mm-hmm. And so like, I did. We did. And yeah. so 
It didn't matter if it was in the swine barn, cattle barn, sheep barn, go I, and meet people. So we always had like our, our people. Yeah. So like the Grimans showed with us all over, some Benton County family showed with us and yeah. it didn't matter. Like we were at County Fair, we were at State Fair, we were at Kansas City together. We went to Exarbon. I think one year we stayed in the dorms even and that was in like the old place. Yeah. It was it was fun, but it yeah. was what we did and it was with our group of people. And now, you know, like fast forward, you and Rob yeah. have this farm raising cattle. Yep. Tell us what you've got going there. So on the family farm, so his parents are both deceased, so the brothers have the partnership, and so it's Rob and I, Rodney and Darla, and then their three sons, and we all um, come together on the weekends, go to the family farm. Wait, do they live on the farm, or off the farm too, or they live close by? They live off the farm, so they're actually in northern Missouri, Okay. and then Rodney's a banker in in Bloomfield, Okay. and so, and then Riley's also at that bank, so... They kind of swing by, do the chores. We pitch in if we're ultrasounding, whatever, take a week off for breeding, help yeah. with calving. We all kind of divide and conquer. But then on the weekends, everybody's home. Everybody's home. We pitch in. And so Rob and I stay at the farm mm-hmm. on the weekends. And then um, everybody else do, comes every, out. Everybody comes out. So, how's that? That's, you know, that, that's so cool. Like to think that you kind of have like this dual residency and that you guys can go down and, you know, because we know farming is a definite family event right mm-hmm. i mean it may be you know mary's cows but if you're married to rob rob's gonna end up helping somehow <laughs> or the reverse you know what i mean sure you guys specializing in what we have basically a, a commercial semi-angus a handful of purebreds mm-hmm. some handful of purebred angus purebred semitals some mm-hmm. foundations a couple herefords still around so yeah. that's good i love a good herford i just like a good baldy i don't, I don't care do. how they get there <laughs> I do too. I just think it's so fun. I think most people who are going to listen to this podcast are going to know you guys as, you know, Rob and Mary, you're, you're coupled, you guys are together a lot and, you know, and really, really well known in the stock show world, not just specifically cattle, but really cattle, but also for the work that you've done in the all Iowa showdown and the best of the best. And, and that's how I really kind of met you, you know, being, um, someone from Cedar County kind of joining in best of the best is in this, we have 13 counties, 13, yep. 13 counties. And so Cedar County, but Rob was one of the, and you guys, you and Rob were one of the first people to kind of pull that together. So how did, I mean, I know that there was like the Southeast showdown was going on. So you were probably seeing it down there, right? So Rob was seeing it first. Yeah. From that area. And because um, you were in Bloomfield. That's we're like, in Bloomfield. And so the, so Rob and I were married in 2010. Or, I'm still married. 2010. <laughs> got married. Which got married at Iowa State. It's the most beautiful wedding pictures. <laughs> Everyone see your Facebook. Just go check them out. Yes. So we were married in 2010. God, you've been um, married 13 years. 13 years. That seems like, I'm sorry, it seems like you just got married. Anyways, go on. <laughs> anyway, so from Bloomfield, the Southeast Iowa Showdown was going on at that time. And we all kind of felt like it was just an invited, like you had to be connected to those counties somehow. Right. We, we always felt like we were a county away. Right. So kind of fast forward 2016, our fair built this brand new building. Mm-hmm. And at that time... Which is like, in Marengo. Is in Marengo, yeah. And it really sparked. Mm-hmm. It changed the whole dynamics of fair, the attitude, everything. This build, I didn't think of like 
build it and they will come or build it, things will change. And it totally mm-hmm. did. So we have this brand new building. Somebody talked to Rob and said, look, there's been a lot of effort that put into this, a lot of resources. We have to figure out a way to use this building more than five days a year. Right. Mm-hmm. This is a big building. I, like, it's like, it's I, a, I don't even know the size of it. It's, I would say, it's like... It's 120, 30 wide, 256 long. Yeah. So a big, it's, huge, it's nice. um, span, clear span building, completely enclosed. So at that time, Iowa County wasn't invited. Like, Johnson County could go to the Southeast mm-hmm. Iowa Showdown and a few others. So I think October? Uh-huh. Well, Rob came to me and he's like... We have to do a showdown. And I'm like, Rob, are you crazy? Think of like summer from basically May 15th through the end of July. It's pretty busy. It's wild. <laughs> it's just, it's, it's hay season. It's wild at the farm. It's wild for fair. It's yeah. wild to support our nephews who are showing in Missouri right. or Iowa or wherever. Right. Right. It's just wild. I'm like, do we really think we need one more thing? I think we can do it. No, mayors. We're going to do it. We're going to do it. We're going to do this. I said, okay, what's our first steps? I think we need to invite everybody to the building so they can see it. They can see our vision. Um, At that time, Ross Butler was very, very sick, but he was very influential on building that building. Obviously, a promoter of youth, a promoter of livestock, a promoter of the beef industry. Right. Wanted us to do this. And was just like... All on board. All on board. Make it happen. Mm -hmm. So we invite everybody, and I think at that time, was there 10, and then we grew yeah. to like 12, 13, 14, and now, now we're just back 13. down to 13. But um, Because so, I think at that time, there there was only the Southeast Showdown, maybe uh, one other group of counties, but it was just not like it is today where everybody has a right. section now. So this was like really building that next group. It like, was building we're, we're like maybe two years behind them is what mm-hmm. kind of I was thinking. Well, was it Southeast has been going on for a while. I think we were like eight years okay. behind them. Um, but yes, fast forward, that was Rob's big vision of mm-hmm. we're going to do this. And so we first had to get buy-in um, mm-hmm. with the extension console of I will donate my time. You're not paying me, but we have to be on board. Or how do you think this could work mm-hmm. and all of this stuff. So... Yes, the showdowns. But again, I think it has helped mm-hmm. young people to show one more time. We all know cost of these projects are mm-hmm. through the roof. The time commitment, the families, the breeders, the people right. helping get these animals there. So lots of families chose. There's a huge gap from, I would say, 2010 to 2015 where... Not all families participated at the county fair. Right. They uh, had, exactly. They were saving them. They were doing whatever. Right. And it cost and them it, too much. They were going rough. to nationals instead, or it cost them too much hair because their goal was to stay fair, or yep. they lost too much weight, or whatever. Or they you know, let's be honest, not all county fairs are um, run smoothly, or they have the facilities. If you're home and being in a cooler, then you turn around, you're going to stick your calf in a barn that's got a low ceiling and it's 100 degrees in there. Yep. You know, just some limiting, some limiting things that sometimes people chose to stay home. Yeah. Yeah. And another one that was completely on board too was Rick Fry. Mm-hmm. He loved the showdown. Mm-hmm. He was very, very thankful that 
Buchanan County was invited of how do we make this happen and just completely, completely supportive. And that's what he said. He came to the Buchanan County came to our first one. The pigs at that time at that show were terminal. I think after our, our first best of the best, he called like it was on a Saturday. I think he called Rob either Sunday, Monday. Mm-hmm. Buchanan County's gonna have pigs next year. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, think Cedar County was the same way. It was insane. It was almost instant of just what it did for the kids to kind of pull us all together, to show one more time, have fun. Mm-hmm. You still have to qualify through the county fair system. And so you think about like his traditions too mm-hmm. with his dad at Buchanan County and he loved everybody. We all are mm-hmm. the county fair junkies and yeah. how to support it. And right. let's let's keep this going. Yeah. I think, yeah. you know, I've talked about it before on the podcast, this showdown thing that we got going in Iowa and then to take it on to the all Iowa mm-hmm. it just brought a such a great element to the county fair representation but it also brought so many people together to support each other cross species that wasn't happening before so like when these counties come to the best of the best or they come to you know wherever showdown it's no longer just you with your steer. Now the whole county's together and we're cheering on the lamb and we're cheering on the pig and the guilt and we're cheering on the goats. And it brought a camaraderie together and a spirit with it. Did you expect that? I don't know if I expected it. I, I would like to think that yeah. that would have been a result mm-hmm. because of it. And I think deep down, I don't know if that was our goal. Mm-hmm. But it truly came to the forefront. And you really literally have to come and see it and experience it Uh just to feel that passion, that supporting, the cheering, the excitement Mm -hmm. of that show to just get it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I remember the first year we had it and we had gotten reserve grand champion steer. And so we came to watch our champion steer come and... I just remember sitting in there and the goosebumps, you know, as those kids get introduced and, you know, and just the way that that whole day went. Cedar County, I'm telling you, we show up when we go places. We were the loudest and we had t-shirts and like, you no. Were the first ones. I know. Like, and then other counties start picking up on this t-shirt yeah. thing. And you're like, we're just like all in on the t-shirt things. But I just remember that energy mm-hmm. and it just kept building and building and building. And, and we're all there to support each other, but let's be honest. We're all there to kind of win, too, because we want to... And at that time, we didn't have all I would go to next. No. It was just that was going to be the, mm-hmm. the, the next level mm-hmm. or whatever. But it truly is something very special. I love how the kids carry their swag. Yep. They are so proud of that bag or that bucket or that halter or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, we kind of take it... Like, we kind of took it for granted. Like, as the committee building these things yeah. and putting these things together, I just... Just remember the smiles on those kids' faces and the nerves at the same time. And all from, you know, saying, Mares, we're going to do this. Yeah. And we, you did it. did it. Yeah, you did it. And yeah. we continue to do it. Yeah. I mean, it's not cheap. We know that. No. And there's a lot of people doing a lot of things at the county level. Mm-hmm. And we've, you've made some good improvements, some changes. Absolutely. But I just think that's so, such a cool element. Now, to take it to the All-Iowa, yeah. what involvement do you have at the All-Iowa level? Um, so Rob and Dewey, there's a whole committee yeah. from all 10, um, regionals. Right. Um, I like to think I'm the organizer behind that of 
get an agenda, let's get some things. Mm-hmm. Rob and and so kind of help organize the bios and make sure the young people are involved. And you know, the first couple of years it was just do we rob a handful mm-hmm. and then now we have like some committee people involved in each species mm-hmm. so that's really now it's more of a committee yeah working together the weight of the world is just not on four <laughs> six people which is does take a lot it does you still need that that ringleader of okay this is great let's come back like what's the next steps yeah where do we go from here that kind of thing yeah so, so, I mean, it's just, to me, it's just a cool way to stock show. It like, is. it's just a cool aspect of stock show. And I asked this question, I'm going to ask you, you know, if somebody came up and said, Mary, how do you stock show? If, you know, what does that mean to you? How, how would you say that? Like, knowing this is kind of a part of your stock show, knowing you have these cattle at home, knowing you have nieces and nephews, how do you stock show? Uh, that's like an onion. So you yeah. just have to peel off the layers, right? Mm-hmm. So, on the outside, they see Mary Veach as a 4-H person, mm-hmm. Iowa County. The next layer, you see Mary Veach active in the, the showdowns mm-hmm. and in the all-Iowa. The next layer, at the core, yeah. I see us as a family, yeah. right? And so, that's our nephews. Mm-hmm. That's my dad at the Benton County Fair, the Iowa mm-hmm. County Fair, the Iowa State Fair. And so, if... There's the stock show with, I don't know, 150 miles. Yeah. And we have the time. You're going to see Rob Mary Veach at that stock show. And it doesn't matter. Is it, is it, a pig, is it an open show for ISJS? Is it an IJBBA show? Is it a county fair? Mm-hmm. Is it an open show someplace? We're going to be there. Yeah. We're going to be there. And then the other thing is... Based on the way Rob grew up, and then my first start of extension is a McCullough Fitting Clinic, right? Mm-hmm. So that's kind of first. So Rob still, if there's a McCullough Fitting Clinic someplace and we happen to be there, mm-hmm. we're going to be there. It's, it's so- just a passion, right? So we were raised to give back. Yeah. Like, we you know, won't have kids, but yeah, we're oh. paying it forward by... <laughs> Yeah, doing all this. Helping, those. yeah. I think kids it's such find a that cool, cool lesson for those of us who grew up in the industry, who like you, you know, showed hogs, had mentors in your life, had the Dick and Mary Jewels, had these people who gave to you, mm-hmm. and yet, and you, know, you know, you go on in life, and we take it for granted sometimes that we'll always have children, or we won't have children, some by choice, some by not, and but you still have that passion, you still have that desire to help, and it's like volunteering, being a mentor, being a face, a, you know, that's there to support the kids, whether it's at a local level or state level, or even at national shows. I mean, you guys mm-hmm. are all over the place. And it's just, I think, a great example of how all of us can continue to keep the cycle going, mm-hmm. you know, keep it moving forward. And I think it's an awesome aspect to stock show that I think some people forget, you know, it takes the cheerleader, it takes the crowd, it takes the leadership to make it happen. Totally. And every show you go to has a company chairman. Everybody has, you know, mm-hmm. so 
So yeah, I would say you're a mentor. I'd say you're a leader in the industry. Do you call yourself a exhibitor, a producer, uh, any of those? Do you guys show what you raise at home? Not really. Um, the nephews show. Yeah. Um, so yes, I would say we're exhibitor. Mm-hmm. You know. Do you go out and judge? No. I was on the meets team at Iowa State. That was you a lot were. of fun. Yeah. yeah. Cool. That's another kind of hidden. So I do enjoy it. Okay. Now I'm going to say this because I've sat next to you at cattle shows. You judge. <laughs> This is one thing that I, this is a little known fact. If well, everybody knows where you sit during the state fair. Okay, she sits in the top row on the steer side, top row. Okay, and there's a nice whole row of cushion blankets, and everybody's there for the whole thing. And so, when I'm there, I'll usually meander my way up there somehow. It is probably the one or two times I just so thoroughly enjoy because it's usually a row of women. But we are all so engaged in the cattle, in the background stories, in the breeding. You know, like, it's just so fun that each of us brings that little piece to yep. talk about and to, like, we just have this best day up there doing nothing but talking and judging cattle. We do. And, and like, people and, like, knowing and making all those connections and doing all those kind of things. And I'm sure it's an open-door policy if anybody wants to join in. Of course. <laughs> But you know what? It's fun. mm -hmm. After watching the shows all day, Mm -hmm. you know, they always have that break. Mm -hmm. So kind of what we do is we have to select the top five Mm -hmm. in order. And we all have to write it down. Yeah. I don't remember the stakes. What is it? Mm -hmm. I don't know either. Uh, Ice cream shake? Yeah. (laughs) Which at that point you're ready for. But I think in my... It's fun. Yeah. In my circle when I... I never had girlfriends that did that. Sure. You know, I would sit with the guys. They would do that. But it's fun to have adult women. Like, Carmen Smith is a sure. mutual friend of ours, too. Absolutely. I love going to shows with Carmen because she's in it to judge. Yep. She's in it to look at the animals. Me, too. Like, that's me. And and that's you. It's it like, is, it's so fun. It's yeah, it's yeah. us. It's like, that's what makes the top row really fun. But, and then, like, Expo. It's the same thing. Yeah. And what I like is... Different judges use different terminology, and can you see that? Can you see the structure? Can you see? And I just I enjoy it yeah. when it all comes to life. So I, I as just, a yeah. producer too, it's hmm, interesting. Yeah. And the consistency or inconsistency of some of the the sires being used, it's just. It's just yeah. fun. Do you like the breeding aspect more, or do you like the feed game more, or do you like the fitting more, or what? Is, like, what so, part of that of the cattle thing do you like the best? You're really getting deep. Yeah, you know? I know. I enjoy be all of it, but the breeding side, and you know my your husband. sires. You really do, because you're like that's one of your things. Like you, you will rattle off the sires. Uh, you'll be like, I know this breeding, and I'll be like, okay, cool. Um. I always challenge Rob every year when we set up a few of, let's do, like, you take five, I take five. Try to match them up. No, let's figure out who can, at the end of the day or the end of the season, you know, get that mating, get that mating just perfect, mm-hmm. right, of of what are our goals, that kind of stuff. And he won't take me up on that challenge, <laughs> <laughs> but what he does do is... We'll be out looking at replacements or some of the cows and um, on Friday afternoons when we get to the farm, that's kind of what we do is, right? We jump in the ranger, we go yeah. out, we check, we um, look at some of the calves on the ground. That's a, that's always a good time. But then thinking about, all right, we're going to be breeding in X amount of weeks or this group is set up. 
what are you thinking about XYZ, either maternal, terminal, whatever. And, and I'll be like, well, what about this one or that? And he'll be like, yep, that's kind of what I was thinking too, Mares. And I'm just like, oh, geez. Like, he won't ever say, like, what he's thinking for that particular mating, but he always comes back around and asks my opinion. So I kind of like it. it. It's a mutual thing, yep. but at the end of the day, it's both of our passions and mm -hmm. that's what I enjoy. You know, you just have to find that. Mm -hmm. Like we all work 40 plus hours a week, but then to yeah. have that same kind of passion and drive I, on the weekends yeah. is, it's really special. It's nice to have that connection. Yeah. Yeah. I really find a lot of I, I in f clipping and fitting mm -hmm. like to me to see that artistry, to see that cut, to see like yesterday we clipped calves for expo. I was just in heaven all day long. I could clip all day long and it doesn't bother. I, I just love it. Yeah. You know, I get to, I get in the zone. I just absolutely love to do it. And I enjoy the breeding aspects too. But for me, I love to take this, the steer or the lamb legs or the goat legs or whatever and just max out what they have, the potential they have right in front of me and, and make that happen right there. I love how you're looking at your heifers or your cows and you're like trying to max out at that point, you know, and trying to figure it out. Mm -hmm. It's kind of a, it's just, some people do it with feed. Like some right. people are really into feed and we right. know how important that is. That's why right. it's important to have a team. Yeah. And then after that, I would say my, my next best thing is just the daily care. Mm. I like that too. Being in the barn, rinsing, working that hair. And that's, I, I'm not a clipper. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I leave that to Rob, Riley, mm -hmm. the nephews. Blah. Don't put clippers in. I'll gladly... I'll, I'll get the prep done beforehand. Yeah. Now hey, it takes can, both. Yeah, it, it does. does. If you it don't does. have good hide and hair, it, it, clipping's hard. Right. Mm -hmm. So... Yeah, that's cool. Can't thank our sponsors enough this week. Cole Burrock and Tanner Sloan. Now, Cole and Tanner are putting on two awesome lamb sales, February 26th and February 28th. You're going to want to check these out. The black face will be on the 26th. The white face in the whiteout sale are going to be on the 28th. These guys have been working hard these last few years, and these lambs are the best set they've ever had. The white face, if you want black face muscling in a white face body, you're going to want to check these out. These guys have been working in this Dorset game for a while. This is not their first year, and they've got some special lambs up there. They've got a new ram that's been siring these black-faced sheep, this humdinger ram. Tanner's pretty high on it, and he was right. It's working. So if you're close to Monticello, or if you're close to Albernet, and you want to see these lambs in person, give them a call. Cole can be reached at 563-419-4581. Tanner can be reached at 319 361-9730. Again, two sales online, SC online sales, the 26th and 28th, two live sales, of course, the main event and the premiere event. Now, let's get back to the podcast. Would you say... Like I this this ep this season's called the drive, mm -hmm. and I, I've been asking people this too. Like, what's your drive that really just like keeps you going? Uh, like when it's forty below and it's really cold out. <laughs> do you have a certain like do you know the what? drive is the passion? Is the passion? Yeah. 
and and that passion is is again layered. Mm-hmm. It's what we do as a family first, mm-hmm. then as a professional. How do we let those young people max out? Mm-hmm. Give them those opportunities to show. Mm-hmm. Give them those next chances mm-hmm. after the county fair, the regionals, the state fair. Encourage that. Mm-hmm. I'm an open door. If somebody has some questions, they contact me. I'm more than happy to help. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. So that's that at 40 below though at Christmas time. I don't know if it was 40 below. It, it was. was cold. It was 40 below. <laughs> and the wind we was were blowing. at the farm, and I was so thankful. Most of the time, storms come. Rodney, the boys, they have it. They're the ones keeping the waters open. We yeah. went down. Our schedules allowed us to be there before Christmas. Woo. Yeah. It was cold. It was Windy. cold. But livestock always comes first, right? Mm-hmm. Like water, feed, whatever. Come inside. Woo. Now it's time yeah. to, night, to hydrate us. But um, it... I was happy to be there. Yeah. I was happy to be there. Happy to layer up, go do what it needs yeah. to be done. That's Make cool. sure everybody stays fed, watered, safe. So, How do you, because you work both in, I, you know, the extension aspects of it, and also just in the structural world. If somebody came to you and said, "Mary, I'm really passionate about this industry. I'm really passionate about it, but how do I take it to the next level?" I think you have been on that journey, right? Right. Like when you started out. I don't know if you were winning grand champion with your first pig or if it was more humble beginnings, but you have seen it mm-hmm. rise up from people in your county. To so, how would you answer that? Like, what would be your rec- like? What would be your advice to somebody? How do I how do I get this to go up? I always go back to that goal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know it's a it seems like a canned answer, mm-hmm. but what is that goal? Mm-hmm. Is that goal like you're right? I was raised in those humble beginnings. Mm-hmm. Um, our goal at at the county fair was give it our best shot, mm-hmm. give it that look, because if you don't get out of class, you're done for the day. Right. Those pigs are gone. They're going on a truck. Mm-hmm. So you don't get out of class, guess what? So we max out as a family. Mm-hmm. We, all right, we're going to give it our best shot. It's not a Mary day, a Katie day, a Carrie day. It's a family, one, it's a family day. Mm-hmm. And if one of us has that ticket and we hit that judge right, Mm-hmm. our whole family one because we didn't drive uh, yes we drove those hogs we weren't driving those heads we were walking those hogs twice a day mm-hmm. we were using the grill back back in the day yes. to get that <laughs> shaggy hair out we were doing all that stuff so we wanted to keep it in the family number one at state fair we wanted to get pinned everybody wants to get pinned at state fair get pinned get talked and then showmanship mm-hmm. showmanship was our was our deal yeah and that and that and so you go back to that goal what is your goal and then are you willing to do the hard work Mm-hmm. Because we all know it's, it takes luck, but you got to have your homework done at home first. And then if somebody comes and then, okay, what's your, what's your program? Are you looking to buy? Mm-hmm. Is there some things closer away? You don't have to change. It's the little things mm-hmm. to put in that work every single day. Yeah. It's not called daily care for a reason. That you just do <laughs> once a week. It's true. It's, I think a lot of people are intimidated by leveling up. But I love what you just said. It was the family together can make those little changes, figure out the goal. And I think people have been preaching that for a while, like the goal. You know, if you can figure out what your guys' goal is, maybe some people, it's literally just getting the pig or the steer to the county fair. Some kids, just to walk through the ring and not pass out or be nervous or whatever is the huge goal. To level up from there, showmanship, you know, 
can we get the head up? Can we do these things? Or class winner or whatever yeah. like that. I think it's such great advice. What is the goal first? Mm-hmm. How are we going to level up from where we're going to do it? And what are you willing to do daily? Yeah. Daily to get it to the next level. Cause, and, and I'm glad you didn't say, well, you got to invest in better stock or whatever. Because let's be honest, not everybody can afford it. Yeah. But you can hunt for it. You can look for, you know, the better places for it. I think you and I both have been through that. We, I started out with my very first, I was telling this to Candy Schminky when I interviewed her, 22nd out of 22nd with my first commercial U. Mm-hmm. I remember looking across the ring, and we had home-raised lambs. She was first <laughs> across the ring. She didn't even know I was in the class. My senior year, I was grand champion, market lamb, grand champion of three, yeah. You know, champion snowman, yeah. those kind of things in a county yeah. that was really competitive. Yeah. And then moving on, I just never gave up. I think you've right. shown that, right? Yeah. We have, and, and it goes back to our roots, right? Mm-hmm. Surround yourself with good people. Do that hard work every single day and be humble. And that was one thing, Dad, Raj, Abadma, surround yourself with good people, work hard, be true to yourself, and good things will happen. Yeah. And so if you stay true to that and willing to do the work, mm-hmm. and it is humble, and there are days you just want to throw in that towel, right? right. But I don't know. It's got to be a drive from within to mm-hmm. continue to put that one foot forward every yeah. single day. Yeah. One last question, and then we'll <laughs> kind of wrap things up. Because, gosh, like we've already talked for like 40 minutes. I love this thing about this podcast with that. What would you say is your edge that gives you a l- that you really own about the stock show industry? I'd like to think I'm a – I lead by example. I'm a positive, friendly face that I'm visible Yeah. in many different... It's kind of like a, a good penny that keeps showing up. A lucky yeah. penny, you know? If you see each other as your paths cross... Because, I mean, the life sector industry is so big. Yeah. And then you narrow it down by species, and then that swine industry is like tiny, tiny, tiny. And mm-hmm. so... I yeah. love that answer. That's such a great answer. It's true, too. Yeah. You are, like, it's just this reassuring face, and it's this positivity, and, it, you know, you're in it for everybody to right. make this success for everybody. Ah, what a great... I was like, we almost planned that to end it on that question. That was really good. Okay, so we always do rapid fire at the end. Okay. Okay, so first question is, what's the music in the barn when you go outside? I'm a... I'm a XM country... Okay, what kind of country? Modern, um, red dirt, old? I'm a mix. I'm a red, white, and booze. Yeah. Uh, kind of a mix. Yeah. Some old school. I'm, I'm always good with Alabama. I'm always good with George Strait. But then I like the, the newer stuff, too. Yeah. So, cool. Yeah. What shoes do you wear when you're outside in the barn? Always Ariat boots. See? Okay. For months, I've been trying to find somebody that wears boots. They all wear, yeah, they all wear tennis shoes. Yeah, no. No, I'm not a tennis shoe. I'm totally not a Crocs. Like, are you kidding me? Like, I would have no pinky toes. No pinky toes. That's I, good. No. I'm so afraid of getting my toes stepped on. Like, yeah, no, when we I'm a wimp. Yeah, I'm, I'm hard soul too, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Who controls the ox cord in the truck? You or Rob? Uh, so that's our, our hour and a half of drive time, and we're more of a podcaster. <gasps> I'll just ask you your favorite podcast. <laughs> well, it's, it's a, it, we're a joint, so we listen to all three, okay. right? We we listen to Ladies in the Lead, of course. We yes, listen of course. To, um, Genuine JBH, 
And then Dale and Ryan and Beyond the Ring. I mean, we listen to all of them. And sometimes, you know, Ferris, Simon, and, and Stock Talk, and yeah. we, yeah. It's fun. Podcasts are fun. I love it. It is fun. It's just such a different yeah. conversation for each one of those two, yeah. which is kind of cool. That's yeah. awesome. So good. Well, I'm glad to know Ladies in the Lead is first. Thank you. Of course. Of course. All right. If you had to choose one species to show, what would you show? Cattle. If you had to watch one species, what would it be? Cattle. Oh, girl after my own heart. Show that everyone needs to show at? Uh, Kansas City. Kansas City? Favorite mm-hmm. show you ever showed at? Kansas City. Kansas City, good. Mm-hmm. Did you and that hogs, was, hogs we, we were hogs. Oh. So Kansas City Exarban was a kind of our, our Two, majors, yeah. our fall shows. Yeah, those that good we, ones. Did you go to Louisville with... Nope. Nope, never did that. That was always during harvest. Yeah. So pioneer seed, corn coming out then, corn, soybeans coming out yeah. then. So Kansas City was usually our last show of the year. That's a good one. Favorite mm-hmm. food at the State Fair? Uh, the beef headquarters. I'm a, I'm a commodities girl. So <laughs> after being there for the livestock I for intern... Sure. I'm I'm not a corn dog. I'm not a funnel cake. I'm a commodities, a beef, hog, sheep. And we support the milkshakes. And the milkshakes. <laughs> See, uh, hit those and four. a little bit. Every once in a while, we'll get a good drink in there, too, with the top row. Just say Every once in a while. Yes, we have to stay hydrated. Hey, part of it. I know. Yeah. Well, I just cannot thank you enough for all that you guys do. I mean, specifically you. You have been a partner with Rob. You have been an example for women who want to still be active in the industry and not just the silent partner, you know, like the person who does the background work. You have had a face for people and been a go-to person and been someone that women can connect to, whether they need a new person for advice, somebody just to have a good time with, or somebody just to say it's all going to be okay we're going to make it through this week because you know you've been there for sure and i cannot wait to see what the next five ten years looks like we may we'll do this again in 10 years and we'll be talking about remember when it was just all iowa and now we have a national show a national showdown i mean wouldn't that be that would be a whole nother level can you Mm -hmm. imagine like we'd have oh okay won't get started because that's another whole podcast Sure. Headed to Expo this weekend. Expo this weekend. Me too. You'll see us at the top row. Steer side. Steer side. <laughs> Can't wait. Thanks for listening, you guys. That was an awesome episode of Ladies in the Lead, and I'm so grateful that you took the time to listen to it. I want to thank Austin Garner for being my audio producer. I'm your host, Joan Garner. I want to encourage you to check out Facebook. I have a Facebook group called Ladies in the Lead, and you're going to want to like and follow along. Of course, you can always check out shestockshows.com to see uh, any updates or if you need to contact me, or you can use my Facebook, Joan Garner. We'd love to have feedback and we'd love to hear from you all. You guys have a great week. We'll see you out on the road.